to the Blue Collar Experts Podcast. I'm your host, Gustavo Tapia, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. This podcast is for business owners and for future business owners that are looking to take the leap into entrepreneurship. We know this can be scary, stressful, and sometimes feel impossible. This is why it's important we all share our story. Please remember to subscribe, download, and share, as well as leave us a five-star review. With your help, we can get this show to reach more listeners and enjoy this valuable content. We have a great episode for you. Today's guest is Alan Singh, and he is the owner of Wink. They are an e-commerce company that uses platforms as Shopify, Amazon, FBA, and eBay to drive sales, as well as coaching. And this is very special because uh, I've known Alan for several years. We met actually at... Uh, at Best Buy. So uh, we'll get into that in a second here. But Alan, thank you for joining today and welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, uh, so the audience knows this is like the, the first time that I'm, uh, I have a guest on here that I actually know. And we met at Best Buy, like what, what year was that? That was like probably 2010 to uh, maybe as early as 20, 2009, 2010. And I know for sure 2011. 10, 11, 12-ish. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I was in high school at the time being. So like, yeah, That's eight, right. uh, yeah. Nine, 10, 11, 12, around that time. Yeah, we were selling TVs <laughs> and video games. <laughs> and we were hustling hard. Yeah, that's where I, uh, you know, I, I don't consider myself a salesperson, but, um, you know, we were in sales and we had to sell. Uh, home theater systems and all that stuff so uh that's where i you know started to just learn about what leds and all this stuff and start uh recommending the right things to customers i think that was to me personally what i enjoyed the most is when when the right when you when the right customer came not, not somebody who just wanted like a, a flat screen or anything like that but when the right customer came that really wanted you know the best setup for their living room or for their bedroom, walking them through to make the best purchase that, you know, they would actually be happy with and having that um, feeling of, you know, just uh, making them happy is what I loved the most about sales, not necessarily just, you know, the excitement of selling. So I think that's where, uh, what helped me get into more of a, uh, entrepreneurship lifestyle of what I do now is helping people. So how did you, how did you get into entrepreneurship? Because uh, when you left Best Buy, pretty much tell us a little bit about what happened. So um, during when I was in Best Buy, mm-hmm. I started learning slowly about e-commerce and it was like not a thing that was popular on anywhere. So I started just selling um, items on eBay and just going to the store um, like Marshalls, Nordstrom Rack, et cetera, and just buying handbags and selling it online. And there was a market for it. So mm-hmm. I learned while I was you know, in high school and then during college, um, I wouldn't say I was the best at college. So I needed to figure out a different way to survive, especially living in the Bay Area, um, to make a living but also make a lot of money because I don't think being an accountant was going to pay me much and I probably wouldn't be good at it too. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
I think that was a big motivation. Um, since I already knew it, um, during the first two years of college, I pretty much went like pretty, I would go to college like eight to twelve. From one to four, I would work on my company, get everything shipped um, and packed, mm -hmm. and then go work um, at Best Buy and well, technically AT and T at that time um, when mm -hmm. I took it really seriously, mm -hmm. and I would just get started that way, um, just. Mm -hmm pretty much little by little. And one day it just became, it just compounded into a, a bigger thing. Mm -hmm. At what point? So I know with the company wink, you help, uh, you know, set up a lot of different e-commerce businesses through all those different platforms, such as Amazon, Shopify, and eBay that I mentioned, but another big part of the business is uh, the cosmetics and the coaching and the crypto, so all that different stuff. Uh, at what point do you realize, you know, hey, this is something that can work. This is something that can stick. Let me go with this. It was like when I decided to quit my job and, mm -hmm. you know, drop out of college, it was, you, you kind of know when the time is right and the money is coming enough to survive. Mm -hmm where your side hustle takes over your pay for your, takes over your job um, income. Now you have something to rely on. And at that point, you really have to live within your means um, because I had a job that at AT&T, the sales jobs paid well. And you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle, especially living in my parents' house at the time. I didn't have rent to pay. I had no expenses. Mm -hmm. um, so you get accustomed to this lifestyle of having large sums of money kind of coming in. Um, and sooner or later, when the job stopped giving me a paycheck and I only had to rely on the income, it was a very eye-opening factor. Mm -hmm. And that kind of drove the motivation to get going. Um, honestly, I think when I first started, the biggest motivation was money. Mm -hmm. That was okay. That's it. Like My goal, since I was young, was yeah. to get rich no matter what. And that was mm -hmm. my mindset for e like years on end. Mm -hmm. And that's what really helped me get um, going. Yeah. Has that, uh, are there new motivations that you have now? I mean, you know, money's still good. Like we all need money and there's nothing wrong with that, but I, I'm curious to see if any of that has changed over time with the new projects that you're doing, because I know I see you a lot, like for example, traveling, I know you see travel. So what, what, uh, yeah, what, makes the decision for you like for example you're in mexico right now so what brings you to mexico um you know sometimes i just do things and it seems like it's going to be the right way um like i moved to las vegas first time leaving the bay area i'm always living with my parents and the motivation was just to get out of my comfort zone and that's where you grow mm -hmm. and moving to mexico there's many benefits like low cost of living. So um, I've been doing business for a long time and there's multiple stages of being an entrepreneur. You know, you start with a side hustle and then you get a full on business running and you start making investments and they start growing. So you grow the money and then you have to retain the money. So there's multiple stages. And I would say I'm in like between two and three where if I save more money at this moment in life uh, and not spend, you know, the expensive rent we have back home, mm -hmm. 
um, I can use it more towards investing and sooner um, or later, it's all going to compound into, you know, more you invest, the more you can get out of it. Mm -hmm. um, so that was one of the reasons cost of living. Second thing is um, I wanted to go to a country that I didn't speak the language and see how I can figure it out. Um, till this day, I don't know how to speak Spanish. Like maybe a little bit, porquito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's awesome. I would say then that there's definitely new, uh, motivations for you. And I can clearly see that one of them mentioning growth and being uncomfortable because I, I share the same uh, belief and it's, you know, very proven that in order to grow, you have to be uncomfortable and you have to be in situations where, um, you have to find a way to make it work. So um, putting yourself in these situations is definitely helping you grow. It's definitely motivating as well. Um, and with the business, like how do you uh, get started? Like, you know, you're running everything at a, at a certain point. And then when do you decide to like, okay, I need to outsource this or I need to hire somebody to be my assistant, for example. So how do you, what were some of the situations that you faced that you feel were super difficult and how did you solve those situations? Good question. Um, I re remember, you know, the beginning, actually many years, I think about five years, um, as an entrepreneur, the business grew extremely fast. Um, the product went viral. Um, we started shipping to stores like Forever 21. Um, Target was contacting us and different companies started contacting me and like it got overwhelming. That was the problem. I couldn't do it. I was pretty much losing my health, being in the office from shoot 9 a.m. to sometimes late as 10, 12. Um, I remember being in the office until like 1 or 2 a.m. Um, and just working. And I realized um, that this is unhealthy like i was getting fat like that was the worst one like i saw myself change and my mood was changing and i was having everything i wanted come but mm -hmm. i was losing my health and outsourcing outsourcing delegating and what's the other automating was been the most helpful in things and the way i learned that is reading um tim ferris books the tim ferris book um four hour work week mm -hmm. And that was like an eye opener. It was like, like I've been working hard, like really hard um, this whole time. And he taught me how to work smart. And outsourcing really helped with our bottom line because when you have to hire a person, you're, you're a small business, right? You don't have millions of dollars um, funded by someone. You're just mm -hmm. starting from the money you have and you try to grow it from there. Um, so when you don't have millions of dollars in funding, you can't just go hire everyone in San Francisco because you can't afford it. Um, the wages are extremely high. I think what minimum wage is like 20 bucks now, 15 bucks now. Mm -hmm. um, but you can outsource that work, like customer service, for example, for close to anywhere from realistically, I want to say five minimum if you want quality um, to around $10, depending on what you need. And outsourcing help bring down like the unnecessary work like i don't need to help customers when there's like there's a package missing it's it's literally a waste of a person's time to do something so tedious um so you take someone else and have them take care of it um so outsourcing was the big thing 
Um, also using technology to automate the systems helped a lot. And delegating the work to other employees was helpful. Um, so this way I got to focus on the main thing is keeping the sales coming. Yeah. By the way, um, how old are you again, Alan? 29. 29. Okay. And you started with the uh, entrepreneur lifestyle at what age? Man, I was always slinging things in like high school, like selling the, <laughs> selling random things. Um, I would say like officially got started, like feeling like an entrepreneur, I would say around 20, age 20. 20. Okay. Uh, the reason I asked is because I, uh, listening to you talking about the um, outsourcing and the automation. And I remember uh, when I left Best Buy, you were already starting this and um, man, that, that's pretty impressive, man. So I would just say like anybody that uh, is listening right now and that feels like, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur. Or I want to get started with, you know, doing e-commerce businesses or uh, getting into crypto or anything like that to, uh, you know, not wait around so long. I think sometimes people want to have everything. They want to have the best computer. They want to have the best system in place. They want to have the right suppliers in place where all of that is important. But I think getting started with um, just a first goal on what will help you become a business owner is what's super important. So in this, in your case, like what you were saying, um, you started getting products from different stores and then just selling them online. Yeah, I don't think you had uh, at that time any of these uh, hirings at that what you're mentioning. So uh, I think this. No, I was the guy who did it all: <laughs> shipping, uh, yeah. sales, <laughs> management. Uh, it was all done um, just literally by myself. Mm -hmm. And just going to the post office every single day, like they knew me by, uh, by name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they let me even go in the back, but that's another story. Um, pretty much, I think the goal is to get started and don't be scared of failing. Um, mm -hmm. Because I look back, I have failed so many times. But the biggest thing is, I decided not to give up. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, for example, the handbags, one time I couldn't find anymore, or they got smarter that people were reselling it or whatever the case mm -hmm. was at that time. Um, so there was like weeks with no sales because like, I didn't have any product. That's when I realized I can outsource from China and get products in. And this is like, you know, back in the day where mm -hmm. there wasn't as much competition. So there was more profit to mm -hmm. go around. And like I said, I tried something, it worked, I failed. I wouldn't say failed. I just had to find another way to bring in revenue. And then I started doing products from China. Mm -hmm. And from there, I started scaling up and up. Like it was just one product. I remember this day. Um, I bought my girlfriend a phone case off of Amazon. And I didn't know what the hell it was. Mm -hmm. And she pretty much just told me what it was. And then I brought the wrong size and I tried to resell it on Amazon and it sold like in seconds, like <laughs> in seconds. Like I was just like, mm -hmm. it's gone. So I just took out, took the, the product. The, it was a selfie case at the time being, and I took out the brand and it's called private labeling now and just started sending it to Amazon and it just started selling. Um, we were selling those cases for 30 to sometimes up to $50. So when that 
downturn came happened, something better came. And from the phone cases and all the China products, um, then there was a downturn where it was getting more competitive. People were like noticing what's going on in, online and like accounts get banned and blah, blah, blah. Um, then I went a step higher to become like a full legit business and talking to distributors in the US and Europe. And from there, um, I kept on going. But it just goes to show like you start one thing, it goes, it goes. And then you're like, oh no, it falls. And you have to just keep on trying again. How do you um, learn these things? Because I see that you, you know, read books and what do you think are some, I mean, name in your uh, experience, what have been your top two uh, ways that have gotten you to learn? And some examples can be books, right? Some examples can be courses. Some examples can be mentors. So uh, what do you feel has helped you the most in, uh, you know, scaling your different businesses? During the start, um, it was just hands-on experience and doing and learning the hard way because there was no courses, man. There was yeah. no mentors. There was no one really, mm -hmm. like, there was like not as much as information we have now. Mm -hmm. It wasn't there. So I learned literally by doing and just failing, doing and mm -hmm. failing. And that would be number one, hands-on experience and just getting started. Um, number two, <laughs> I would say later in my career, um, I started reading books. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned before, I, I didn't like school. I was never good at it. Um, so books were like, oh, I don't want to touch a book ever again in my life. Mm -hmm. um, but that, I guess that was kind of arrogant to me. But like mm -hmm. over time, I realized I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my mind. I was just like, mm -hmm. uh, it's a great book to get the basic fundamentals. Yeah. yeah. You read it? I've read, I've read that one. It's a very good book. Yeah. That was the first book I read. And books and doing research online um, were the biggest things of growing and scaling the business. Mm -hmm. I like that you mentioned you learn by doing and, uh, you know, you, you're, you're not always going to win every single time. So uh, I think that when you do fail, you just take it as uh, that as a learning experience and it'll allow you to uh, continue to grow. Uh, so with, with Wink, you got several different projects. What's on your radar right now? Like, what are you trying to um, work on the most? For the, during COVID, e-commerce extremely took off, and it gave me a chance um, to get into cryptocurrency. In the last two years, I've been focusing on that, learning it, how to stake. And well, currently, market sucks. Stock market sucks. So mm -hmm. investing. Uh, the, the income's not coming because everything is dropped from it. And I would say I'm focusing more on helping other people now with teaching them how to start their own business, how to fix their business. And don't be like me back in the day where I thought I can do everything on my own. And mm -hmm. I was the smartest person in the world. That's what mm -hmm. I thought. <laughs> mm -hmm. And pretty much guiding people to not make the same mistakes I did because I already paid the price for those mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I'm just helping people get 
pretty much a smoother track on this quite difficult journey of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. And how do you, um, with your businesses, so like, for example, going a little bit back to the uh, more e-commerce and when it comes to sales, uh, what have been some things that you have done to uh, get the clients? Because I'm sure there's people thinking like, okay, I want to start while you can be that coach. Uh, and that would be something you are going to teach them. But uh, let's say people, you know, um, want to get started, might not have the funds or whatever the reason may be. What are some things that you did to uh, get your sales? Because I know it's, yeah, you, what does that actually mean? Like if you list it on Amazon, uh, what do you actually do? Or if for your, um, the cosmetic products, like how do you uh, increase sales? or some things that helped you the most? When I first started, I just started finding trending products, um, mm -hmm. like the selfie case I mentioned, um, yeah. the fidget spinner, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And those little trends really blew everything up. Mm -hmm. um, what was your question again? Like how, how, how do you, for that, for the e-commerce uh -huh. or for the cosmetics, how do you, what are some things that helped you increase the sales? So apart from it being a trend, but like, what else did you do to get more sales? Um, yeah, well, product went viral. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That was a great thing. Helped with almost the starting of the business. Um, the second thing was having money to buy those products. Um, so like I said, I was in high school and I was working at Best Buy. Mm -hmm. I was just stacking as much money as I can. Mm -hmm. And when I got to a point was where I can buy inventory for, let's say, 10,000, 15,000, um, et cetera. And like getting, for example, credit cards, I had a very decent job at AT&T. So Amex would give me like a credit card with $35,000 just to spend. And instead of spending on stupid things, I would spend it on buying inventory. And this is how I got funding, already having money from mm -hmm. working my ass off and mm -hmm. then using that money um, from your job. I mean, most people would have a job before they go into the entrepreneurship mm -hmm. um, side. Use your nine to five to find your side hustle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I, I, I agree with you there. Is, uh, I, think, I, I think you are... A, I believe you and then I've seen it that you definitely have not uh, lived a lifestyle of like how other people usually spend it uh, partying a lot with. I mean, nothing against them. It's just that uh, I really see how dedicated you are is what I'm trying to say with uh, your business and with your goals. And I've really never seen you like taking time to, I guess what you could say, goof off, for example. So um I, I, I am with you there. And what does, um, at this point in life and with your businesses, what does success uh, mean to you? Um, you know, when I first started, it was more about having nice things. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've gone away from that. Um, more Now it's more about the freedom that I worked my ass off for last five to 10 years mm -hmm. and now it's paying off. And one thing I would 
pretty much motivates me is to keep my freedom and not having to go work a nine to five. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. It's awesome. But a lot of people, they're almost miserable. Like you're, it, it's tough, man. It is tough sometimes going, just working and then trying to work on a side hustle. It's tough. Um, so the biggest motivation now is the freedom of time to do whatever I want. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to go to Mexico. I don't have to ask anyone. I just go and live there. Um, freedom. What else? Um, having more money, especially during this time is crucial because right now assets are on sale. Stocks are on sale. Um, cryptocurrencies, like the big ones that, you know, last for a long time, they're on sale. And if I can get more and more funds to buy assets, those assets will make money and they will make passive money to make more money. So freedom and money are one of the most biggest factors. Yeah. I like your mindset. Always thinking about assets. And that is anybody who hasn't read it definitely should read, should read uh, rich dad, poor dad. Where it talks about a little he's a little crazy now, <laughs> but it's the, the things he says. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, he's good. I don't know what's going on with that guy, but during the time when I read his book, it was good stuff. Um, and the, yeah. the principles still apply till this day to that book. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know you've mentioned throughout the show a couple of things that you would recommend for people, but just like uh, summarize again, maybe one or two points that you would that you feel uh, would be the best advice for someone to looking to um, start their uh, business specifically to like similar to what you're doing, whether it's e-commerce businesses, whether it's cos jumping into cosmetics or uh, crypto or stuff like that. So what is, what are the top two things you would say that you would give advice to people who, who want to start? Hmm. I would give the advice to, when you're starting a new store, don't have expectations that you're going to get rich overnight. Mm -hmm. um, so have no expectations and you'll have no disappointments. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's number one. Um, number two is I think it's more of the mindset is the biggest thing of starting the journey of entrepreneurship. Like I can tell you 10 million things and how I did it but it would be useless if you don't have the mindset. Mm -hmm. um, so the mindset of never giving up has driven me very far. So mm -hmm. I think the second advice would be like, go read books before you start the journey. Mm -hmm. Like read, for example, Miracle Morning, The Slight Edge, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Grow and Think and Grow Rich. Mm -hmm. It'll give you a different mindset on what you need to do. Um, but if you wanted to really start, um, like for example, with e-commerce, it's fairly easy to get started with low overhead on Shopify to create a dropshipping store, or for example, um, Amazon FBA and doing private labeling. Okay. Awesome. And Alan, if people need help with, uh, investing or starting their e-commerce or building that business, what is the best way that uh, they can get in contact with you? You can reach me on Instagram, alan.singh. 
and you can just message me with any questions and we can see what I can help you with. Um, Cause every person is case to case mm. and how it needs to be done. Okay. I'll, we'll make sure to put uh, your Instagram information in the show notes so people can get in contact with you. And I want to thank you again for being on the show. I also want to thank the audience for listening to the podcast. Please remember to leave us a review and make sure to subscribe, download, and share our content. Uh, Your support is very much appreciated and helps us out so much. I want to thank you guys again and tune in next time for another great entrepreneur story.